Hello everyone, welcome back to the Knowledge Group podcast where we're taking a forward look at what our speakers are looking to cover at upcoming events. This week we're going to be turning our attention to trade secret theft uprising and what you should know and what you should do for your company's protection. The webcast is going live Wednesday, November 7th between 12pm and 1.30pm Eastern Standard Time. It will also be recorded for playback purposes. We're going to be joined by Avi Scoff, a partner at Moses & Singer LLP. Corey Balut, a partner at Goodwin Proctor LLP, and Pallavi Seth, a principal at the Brattle Group. All the information you need to sign up and participate will be in the description box down below, along with the code PODCAST25. That'll get you 25% off your first webcast registration. Once again, that's code PODCAST25. Everything you need is in the description box. We're going to turn things over to Avi Scoff, partner at Moses & Singer LLP. Over to him. My name is Avi Skoff, and I am a litigator at Moses & Singer, which is a law firm in New York. I litigate uh, trade secret cases and similar cases throughout the country, really. Um, in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of focus on the losses that American and international businesses have suffered from trade secret theft, trade secret diversion, trade secret misappropriation, and there have been some forceful legislative steps taken by both several states in the U.S. as well as by the federal government seeking to prevent trade secret theft and making it possible or making it easier for U.S. companies to both protect their trade secrets and to recover damages when trade secrets are lost. Trade secrets are taken or lost uh, in many ways. There's the hacking phenomenon that we've all heard about, read about, hopefully not suffered, but there is the hacking phenomenon where someone from the outside breaks into a company's uh, computer systems and takes things and then goes and uses them. Um, the prevention of that type of theft and that type of loss is often more technological. Um, there is a follow-up that can be done um, where a business uh, pursues its damages that's caused by that type of loss, and lo losses in that context can be very significant and can require really very aggressive efforts on the part of a company to pursue the people who have stolen the trade secrets and are using them in a way that profits the, th the thief rather than profits the company that owns the trade secrets. The more common scenario, frankly, are trade secrets that are misappropriated and then used by a business partner or a departing employee, a joint venture partner, a company that you might deal with in the context of a potential merger a company that you've spoken to and you've revealed information to who then uses the information that you provided uh, to profit uh, without you. And that is also a very key part of the loss of trade secrets that can result in the loss of millions of dollars. Um, and the uh, U.S. statutes and the statutes of several states are really geared to prevent and remedy losses like that. So what our um, seminar, what our continuing legal education seminar um, 
is addressed to is really steps that you can take, number one, to prevent losses like this, and number two, what your remedies can be in order to make yourself whole after there has been a problem. Some of those remedies are criminal. You can, um, typically through counsel, you can put together a referral to a prosecutor to pursue under the criminal statutes um, the conduct of someone who has stolen trade secrets, misappropriated trade secrets, broken into your computer systems. But there's also very powerful civil remedies, claims for damages, claims for injunctive relief. And the claims available to a victim of trade secret theft or trade secret misappropriation have really increased recently. In about two years ago, the um, U.S. government enacted the Defense of Trade Secrets Act under which a uh, victim of a trade secret theft now has a federal forum, a remedy in federal court to pursue people who have stolen trade secrets. The remedies include the possibility of actually going to the defendant's location and seizing property, seizing computers that contain the trade secrets. The remedies also include very significant damage, uh, the very significant possibility of large damage awards to make the victim whole, as well as injunctive relief, as well as relief in the form of royalties. Most states in the United States, actually 49 states, of the 50 have a statute or some form of the Uniform Trade Secrets Act, which enables a victim to sue and obtain recovery for trade secret loss, trade secret misappropriation. And the 50th state, New York, also has very powerful legal remedies to, um, again, make the victim whole after trade secret misappropriation. If you follow the statistics in this area, there have been some very significant uh, damage awards. Millions of dollars in damages have been awarded in appropriate cases. In other cases, very significant injunctive relief um, has been awarded. It happens that uh, I was counsel of record in one of the first cases under the Defense of Trade Secrets Act where we obtained injunctive relief in a case in the Northern District of California uh, against a departing employee who, on the way out, downloaded information from the company's computer systems and took them to the new employer and picked up um, with the new employer some of the business leads that that employee had been following. Um, with my clients, we obtained injunctive relief there and essentially shut that down before it could harm the client. In other cases, um, the State and federal law uh, have provided the means to obtain, as I mentioned before, very large damage recoveries. Um, and there have been some very significant monetary awards in cases where there have been damage like this. In order to effectively use these remedies, there are steps that businesses must take in advance of the need to assert your rights. If you don't protect your property, as trade secret, 
a court is not going to come after the fact and say, well, you had a trade secret here because you needed to have treated the information or treated the compilation or treated whatever it is you're claiming as a trade secret. You need to have treated it as a trade secret to really obtain relief. You must have taken some reasonable steps to protect the information or the device or whatever it is uh, you're referring to. Um, some of those protections include things like NDAs when you're talking to a potential merger partner or a potential business partner. Um, some of those protections can include confidentiality agreements with employees, non-compete agreements with employees, non-competition agreements, or non-solicitation of customer agreements, or other types of post-employment restrictions on employees are uh, frequently used in an effort successful effort to protect trade secrets and NDAs with other businesses that you are uh, doing ventures with, which not only protect the information, but also have use restrictions can be very powerful tools in protecting a company's uh, trade secrets. I think we all recognize that in 2018, the key asset, one of the most important assets of most businesses is information. And one of the key ways in which most businesses do better than their competitors is by keeping their information, which is unique to them or which is special to them, keeping that information confidential so that they can use it and, that and so that their competitors cannot. And that's what all of these efforts uh, are geared to. It's protecting the trade secret information that can make the competitive difference in the marketplace and enable you to succeed over your competitors. So our seminar on November 7th is geared specifically to talk about steps to take in advance, uh, to give an overview of some of the remedies that are available and how to exercise those remedies in order to enable the uh, company to protect its trade secrets and also to remedy the situation in the event that there's been a problem. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget all of the information you need for this particular event will be found in the description box along with the code PODCAST25, which will get you 25% off your first webcast registration. Once again, that's code PODCAST25. We look forward to seeing you at this event. Take care. Bye now.